Hey, it's always good to have our Aggie insider, Courtney Rowland, back with us from Rivals.com. And before I get into the recruiting, because initially I want to talk to you about recruiting, but with the Super Bowl on Sunday, you got a couple of Aggies in the game. You have Jake Matthews with the Falcons, uh, Mortellus Bennett with obviously now the Super Bowl champion New England Patriots. And last year you had Gary Kubiak and Von Miller. So a lot of Aggies angles for, for the, in the Super Bowl last year. Let me ask you about Martellus because he, he always is interesting. He's already had really fantastic quotes from the Super Bowl. He didn't want to go to go to the white house. He, he, he is a guy that's going to say some things. If you at all uh, had a, any interaction with Martellus, uh, what do you remember about him at Texas A&M and playing for the Aggies. And, you know, he, he would talk a little bit. <laughs> I'm telling you what, he is a character. I remember one year, I think he was with, I believe it was with Baltimore. I, I don't remember exactly who he was with, but I remember him riding a bicycle around on the field. After the game, he was riding a bicycle around on the field. He is quite a character. He was that way at A&M. And it's funny, I mean, he was, he kind of just kept kept the locker room everybody laughing he, he gets on the field and he's a whole nother you know guy out on the field but when you get him off the field he, he is one media friend he's the best for media because he will give you a quote and you know coaches will laugh at him players will laugh at him he keeps the locker room laughing that is for sure yeah and he's already talking about I, I, i'm gonna get paid you know he's a free agent in the offseason so uh yeah martellus now has a super bowl his brother michael bennett of course, former Aggie has the Super Bowl championship with Seattle. So the Aggies pulling in Super Bowl titles. It seems like almost every year these days you get some Aggie that's uh, got, a new, got a new Super Bowl ring. Well, let me get to the next uh, bit. And of course, the story out of Texas A&M this past week is recruiting. What is your impression of this class from what everything I've read? It's top 10, 11, 12 in the country. What was your impression of, of what they were able to accomplish over the past uh, few days? There wasn't much drama this year for Texas A&M. It was very nice getting to cover a national signing day and there not be all kinds of drama. If you remember Dayla Mack and Kyler Murray uh, last year just had A&M fans flipping out. There's always that you know, National Signing Day, I'm always at a school and it, you just don't know who, who they're going to pick. This year, A&M knew. The last facts that they had in, uh, well, they had everyone in pretty much until uh, until Tyree Johnson just there at the end. He kind of gave A&M a little bit of a scare, but he ended up getting his in. Uh, Maryland made a last late push for him, but he ended up faxing his in. Everything was good to go by 3 o'clock on National Signing Day, and A&M had their class. At number 27, Tyree Johnson was the last guy that they had in. And you know what made this so nice for A&M, I guess, this year? Because they had so many midtermers. They had their big-time guys, some of their most biggest guys, like their five-star quarterback, Kellamon, come in at midterm. So they already had them locked and loaded in, in the system. Uh, so having that already happen, and guys like Kellen, who kind of was the ringleader for this group, already at the school – A&M knew it was going to be a smooth, smooth day for them, and it definitely was. And Coach Kevin Sumlin had had a great national sign day. Rivals.com ranked them top ten, which is great for A&M. They went into that week, I, I believe it was number seven, so they dropped a little bit, but that's always expected because you have like the number one guys like Marvin Wilson and all those big time guys wait until actual national signing day to commit to where they're the school that they're going to. So that changes the rankings a little bit, but for AM it didn't change much, which is huge for them. Now they just got to 
put all those five stars and numbers, you know, all that, all that great stuff that's on paper, they got to put it on the field and show up next year. That's for sure. Is it just as obvious that, I mean, is it really obvious that, Hey, the, the guy that everybody figures is going to make the most immediate impact is Kellen Mond. Do you you think he is maybe the favorite to be the quarterback going into next year? Because there's a lot of guys that you, you're going to need to maybe make an early impact with this class being that you've lost uh, some of the real impact players this past year with guys like Miles Garrett and Deshaun Hall gone. Uh, you've got a, almost an entire new receiving core. Uh, most of those guys are gone except for Christian Kirk. But Kellen Mond, I, I would assume he's the guy that everybody expects to make the big impact from this class. Well, that's who everybody's looking at because he's their their lone five-star. He's a guy that was the ringleader, like I said, of the – of the signing class. It kind of kept everyone together, kept that class together. Tell him on went somewhere things would fall apart and getting him in early was huge. So him coming in early, him being a more vocal guy on Twitter, the vocal guy of the group, the quarterback, of course, he's the guy that everyone's going to look at. I'm excited to see him during spring football. I know that's not much time, but I want to see how quickly he can adapt. Because let's remember, he's going to be a true freshman. But having him for spring football and already on campus, getting used to things, getting used to the players, and the players love him. He's one of those guys that everyone rallies around, which is also awesome because you've got Jake Hubenak, who's another one of those guys. He's a senior right now for him, and he's had actual playing time, which is always crucial for these guys. Actual playing time is so huge because it's such another level going from high school ball to college ball. Sure, Kellen is kind of used to the whole traveling thing because he was at IMG Academy. So they were used to traveling. They were used to being away from home. So he's used to all of that. So there's so many things going for him. And I'm telling you what, our national analyst, Mike Farrell, he likes him some Kellen Mond. So he's got he's got a lot weighing on his shoulders, but getting him in early is huge. You do Like I mentioned, you do have Jay Kubinak, who's a senior quarterback. Then you have Nick Starkle, who is a redshirt freshman. And then you'll have, inc- like I said, incoming freshman Kellen Mond and Connor Blumrick. Connor is recovering from in- injury. So Kellen, obviously, is the guy, guy right there. It'll be interesting to see how Kellen competes with Nick Starkle and Jay Kubinak because they already have a feel for the team. They've been there. Jake has some playing time. But Kellen has a good head on his shoulders. The team rallies around him. He's one of the, he's a confident guy, but not too confident to where he can't be friends with the other guys in the quarterback room. I'm just excited to see how Kellen starts to transform in the A&M system. I know him and Noel Mazzoni have connected extremely well. So I'm excited to see one of Noel's own in Kellen Mond, a guy that he recruited, and him and his system, and see how it all shakes out. I think Kellen's going to be the guy to look at, though. The quote that I found that was so interesting of which was Mod talking about Mazzoni was Mazzoni has coached and I quote some of the best in the game in Philip Rivers, Brett Hundley, Brock Osweiler. Uh, what? What did he just say? Brock Osweiler, some of the best in the game. <laughs> but he he went on to say I definitely trust him to prepare me for the next level. So yeah, I, I don't know if I buy the Brock Osweiler, but I thought that was interesting. The the other thing that I wanted to ask you about is just the local guys. There's look like there's about maybe nine guys from the greater Houston area. And you can correct me if I'm wrong, but what of those guys, which ones are you most excited to see play at A&M? What, which ones do you think might have uh, some real impact? 
it's very exciting because there are tons of local guys. And get this, the guys that are local, they're the low-key guys that didn't want to cause a big hoopla law on National Signing Day. They just wanted to get get find a school that was right for them. They're the more of the three-star kind of guys, which are the guys that I love to see because they're the coach's best friend. They get out there. They work hard. They don't come in thinking that they're going to be served, you know, served on a silver platter and just have everything handed to them. They get in there and they work hard hard you remember jj watt was a two-star think about that that's crazy it's like you know it's like tom brady being what picked in the the draft sixth round it's like that kind of guy you know that just gets in there and proves everybody wrong that's what the houston guys are all about which i love it and you've got cameron ori who robert ori's son it was really neat because on cameron's on his official visit a couple weeks ago before national signing day his dad also was up at AM and spoke to the basketball team so he's got He's got a pro mentality already in his, you know, ingrained in him because of his father. And then you've got guys like Joshua Rogers. I loved getting to talk to him. He was at AM on January 20th for his official visit. And that was the weekend that AM had a lot of the players in for their their recruitment and their whole official visit weekend. And a lot of the players like Kellen and everyone were already there. And so he just said, it was so awesome getting to be a part of that group. Like you could just feel his energy, the way he was talking after that trip, that trip sold him. And after that, he texted me saying, I'm going to announce on national signing day, but A&M is where I'm going. I'm so excited. And I wanted to tell you, and he just had a blast on that trip. He's a defensive tackle. Um, and A&M really addressed a lot of their needs. Uh, this, this signing day, I was talking with Jackie Sherrill, uh, after National Signing Day to get his thoughts, and he thought AM had a great signing day. Like he said, AM addressed the needs that they needed to. One of the biggest positions that they've needed to address was linebacker. They have Anthony Hines in there already early, a mid, another midterm guy. He's out of Plano, unfortunately, not the Houston area, but a guy that a lot of Houston area fans and just AM fans are going, also going to want to keep an eye on. He is going to be a big time guy for AM and that linebacker position. Uh, and if AM can just get that linebacker position correct, they've now got a new DB coach in Ron Cooper. So if AM can just get that linebacker position correct, which they addressed those needs this year, it's going to be a huge impact on AM, especially because you had those big time guys like Deshaun Hall and everything like that keeping AM up last year on the rush in. But they need the guys in the middle. They need the guys in the middle. You've got guys that were behind Deshaun, behind Miles Garrett to fill in now. AM just need a linebacker. They got it. Sorry, I kind of went off topic there talking about Anthony Hines in the linebacker position, but that's just one name I wanted to throw out there for sure. Well, let me ask you about, because I just mentioned the wide receivers. You, you're losing a lot of wide receivers this year. And Hezekiah Jones from Stafford, is he a guy that could be in that next tradition of it seems like AM's now turning out some really good wide receivers that actually a lot of move on to the next level as well so excited about his guy jones i went out when he signed uh, to his to stafford when he signed his letter of intent because he was also an early guy and he is just he's just a goofball he's so funny and gets along with everyone but on the field he is a monster one of those guys that you know that it's kind of like a mike evans guy almost if you throw the ball to him you know he's going to come down with a ball and i got a chance to speak to him and his family his coach and they just all loved him respected him his teammates filled up the the gym to be there for him it, it, his speech to say thank you to everyone, thank you to God, thank you to his coach. He he was just so excited to be an Aggie, and I think he's going to be a huge impact on the AM wide receiver core. It's going to be fun getting to see Kellen throw balls to him, and they've already they've already started like 
Kellen, who was all the way at IMG Academy in Florida, Hezekiah, who here in Houston, and he, he I mean, Hez was like, it's hard not to go to AM because you got all those talented guys and guys like Kellen that you're going to be around. They're made, before he signed AM, he goes, they make it too hard not to go there. So he's super excited. I'm excited to see talent like Hezekiah catching balls from talent like Kellen. That is going to be one. You know, one-two duo right there that's going to be awesome to check out. What about Kevin Sumlin? Tell me about where the fan base is on Sumlin going into this next season. Is there a lot of pressure, do you think, going going with him into next season? And, you know, the recruiting class, it's funny because you go, oh, they, they did great. They're top 11, 12, you know, 10, whatever, wherever you want to put them. But most of, most most people have them about number six in the SEC. And that's the problem is you could be great in the rest of the country, but in the SEC – it, it's still like you're 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 in the middle of the pack. You're absolutely right. Getting a top ten national signing class, Kevin Sumlin now has to do something with it because you can't land a class like that and not do something with it. Sure, they're going to be young, but he now has all of the guys that he's recruited in his system. These are all of his guys, so he has to do something with it. Now he's got pieces together on the coaching staff that the pieces that he wants, which I'm super excited about. I'm real excited to see what Ron Cooper brings to the table at the secondary position because he's one of Coach Chavis' guys, and I'm pumped about that. Uh, but Kevin Selman has to do better than 8-4. Losing to Kansas State for their bowl game was not a good ending for AM. So it made me a little bit nervous going into National Signing Day. How is AM going to hold on to their class? But they did. I mean, Kevin Selman is an excellent recruiter. Players like to play for him. He's got that swagger about him. They connect with him. And I, I mean, I like this locker room. I like these group of guys. I like their signing class. They've got to do better than eight and four. I think that they can do it. They've got their pieces together on the coaching staff. They've got their pieces together in the locker room, their players. They've got the personnel. They've got the coaching staff. They have to do something with it. Are you hearing anything about this Gary Kubiak might be coming back to A&M because he said he's looking at maybe college or high school and not coaching, but just being a part of something in, in, in college as far as personnel is concerned or something like that. And obviously everybody makes the connection to Texas A&M with him. Do you, do, you feel, do you feel like, or do you hear anything about that? I tell you what, I've talked to a couple A&M fans just in general about their thoughts on it. Nothing would make their day better than having Kubiak around. Everyone loves that guy. I love talking to him. I love talking to him when I've spent some time over at the Texans, when he was with the Texans. He is a great Aggie. He would do tremendous things if he were part of the personnel in terms of recruiting because you just say his name. You say NFL. You say Super Bowl. You say Von Miller. Recruits react to that. That would be huge if it did happen. I know his health is his, him and his family's number one concern, so I hope that this year he really does you know, get – get better. Although I know it's also hard for a coach like Kubiak to sit out and sit out for forever. They've got to be part of a team somehow. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if it did happen. And I can tell you what, that would make the year for every single a fan. The basketball program had a pretty good year last year, struggling a little bit this year, aren't they? Is that a situation where it's just a young team or what do you see with what's going on there? What have you heard about from them? It's been a rough season for AM. You know, you go from a season where last year there were students flowing into the hallways and up and down the stairs. There was no room left for seating. It was wild. It was crazy atmospheres. You know, you had that Elite Eight awesome shot and awesome win, making it all the way last year to the Elite Eight. It was huge for AM. This year they've dropped off. Yes, they have. But if you look at their roster, 
they've got sophomore, sophomore, freshman, sophomore, freshman, sophomore. It is a very, very, very young team. Uh, you've got some a couple seniors, a couple juniors who are key, but at the end of the day, it is a young, young team that has its growing pains because they are a good young team. They stole a couple five stars out of Dallas last year during their signing class, but they are so young. They need time to develop. This is a development year for them. Well, Courtney, it's always fun. Thanks so much for doing this and looking forward to what we're going to see on the field with this uh, new recruiting class and these guys and who's going to be the quarterback and what Mon can do. So that can't, can't wait for that. You know, football isn't over for me. Uh, spring football's right around the corner, so bring it on. That's Courtney Rowland. She's with Rivals.com. Go check her out. It's at Courtney Rivals on Twitter. Uh, thanks so much. Thank you. For more interviews, subscribe to Houston Sports Talk on iTunes, or if you're an Android user, download our free Houston Sports Talk app in the Google Play Store. We're also available on Stitcher or the TuneIn app, and our website is HoustonSportsTalk.net. <laughs>